Russ Biblowitz, basketball legend. Uh, I am the author and narrator, Keith James. Uh, last we left Gus, he he learned about coronavirus. Uh, he also had some gambling debts he had to kind of figure out. Uh, so now we're going to see kind of the how, how the dice rolls. What's his next move? A uh, little bit of business up at the front. Uh, my book is out, Greg Maxwell's Inferno. Uh, it is on paperback, Kindle, soon-to-be audiobook as well. So head on over to that corporate dystopian website and pick up a copy today. Uh, if you like this podcast, you'll you'll really like the book. Uh, it's very fucked up, and Greg Maxwell is probably an even bigger piece of shit than, than Gus Bibowitz. Um, but anyways, don't take my word for it by the book all right so without further ado let's uh let's get to gus It's impossible to get NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the phone. The phone calls always have to be on his time. And I get it. The guy is a one-man blood cabal. There's all this talk about a large group of politicians and the Hollywood elite drinking the blood of kids, when in reality, it's just one guy who runs a silly little basketball league. Every powerful man needs a vice. And his is getting into a crouched position and slowly devouring a living person. Doesn't need to be a kid. I've seen it not be a kid. But that's Adam Silver's thing. You make a bunch of smart, stoic moves at all hours of the day, there are going to be times when you say, Guys, I gotta go build a golem nest out of junkyard parts and eat one of my LinkedIn followers. See you in a week. We play phone tag, but we eventually hook up. Silverback, you thin bitch. What's with hitting the pause button on the NBA? He laughs. <laughs> People are actually dying pretty badly, Gus. Okay, okay. Fair point. But the ball has got to bounce for the checks to cash. How are we kicking things back up? Why do you care, Gus? I heard you hung it all up. Where did you hear that? Gus, you sent the last commissioner to Gitmo along with multiple refs. You don't think I took them off the payroll, did you? Damn. Adam Silver is a good fucking guy. I cut to the chase. You need a place to play. Safe place. I got a place. So do I. Silver says. We're locking in on Disney World. Hotels, bars, gyms. We take a hit on setup, but we keep the players happy for the playoffs. Will you listen to a second bid? Sure, Gus. What's your play? I'm calling you from it. Pause on the other end. Gus, he starts. 
I jump in. Hear me out. Housing, check. Hoops, both indoor and outdoor. Gyms, very much check. Bars, I heard about eight inches of Havana. Damn right you did. Security, one, it's a fucking island. Two, the island is a prison, bro. Infrastructure costs are low. You want a bubble? This bubble defeated terrorism, baby. Lastly, you go to Disney World? No Gus. I'm locked up, baby. You play in Gitmo, you bring the party to me. Gus, it's a no-go, non-starter. Do you get TV in there? Yeah, but it's not like I'm allowed to pick the channels we watch. Well, I'll sum it up for you. America is in the middle of nationwide protests. Racial injustice. It's gotten so bad, even the NFL is admitting racism exists. Damn. And this is racism against black guys, right? Yes, Gus. Fuck. Well, I mean, shit. This could be great. You are taking a bunch of black guys and giving them an island destination trip. And you are saving the season. People can only walk away from this thinking that Silver loves black guys. Silver loves black guys. Gus, I'm going to be taking a bunch of black athletes and putting them in prison, and the only time they can leave the prison is when they play basketball for other people's entertainment. It's like the worst solution possible. Okay, I hear you. The idea's got some kinks in it. But I don't think anything you just said is a deal breaker. At least give me a chance to call the big dogs. Work something out. Don't go Disney yet. Gus, I go Disney in 12 hours. Hold for 24. No. Hold for 24 and I'll get you a body. You know not to discuss this on this line. I know. But I will. 24? 24. Silver hangs up. Fuck me. I have to sell LeBron James, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, and Carmelo Anthony on not playing at Disney World? I'm a fucking dead man. First big hurdle is, I don't know how to do a four-way call from prison. I would need to call one of them and trust that they know how to patch the other three in. Really, the first big hurdle is getting Adam Silver a body. Psh, big for Tom Jerkoff from Nebraska who can't get his dick hard at a beer league softball game. For me, guys like me with verified social media accounts, we can get bodies, alive or dead. I send that email and call my end of the bargain met. Back to the big dogs. Between the four of them, I choose Chris Paul. He's a little dickhead, but he's basically the NBA's IT guy. Since Mello has become a coach, I don't trust that he knows how to use technology. I'm not sure if Kyrie has a phone, and I would never, ever give LeBron the satisfaction of helping me with something. Even though that's exactly what this call is. I'm on all fours, crawling towards four hogs. I got no choice but to suck. Now's not the time to be prideful. Just suck the hogs with everything you got, Gus. I dial up Chris. 
He picks up on the first ring. Who is this? He asks. Who else would be calling you from Gitmo, dipshit? I say. I can't help myself. I can assume it's Gus Biblowitz, but a federal inmate has to state his name at the top of calls per the penal code. If the inmate does not state his name, they could be automatically tried for obscuring evidence from future legal proceedings. So at this point, I don't know who I'm speaking to, and I feel obligated to report this phone call. Fuck me, it's Gus. Why don't you have a fucking hobby or something? Do something that doesn't suck. This isn't the language of a model inmate. Chris, enough. Let's drop this charade before someone's feelings get hurt. I need you. Bingo. Nothing makes Chris Paul's dick stand four inches high like someone saying they still see value in him. Talk to me, Gus. I need a favor. You are the only person smart enough to do it. Stop it, Gus. I'm serious. You're practically a NASA engineer. Senior level. Not even an intern. I do think NASA's leaving a lot on the table for Mars expeditions. See? And we haven't even gotten to your plant-based diet, which you invented. I wouldn't say I invented it. That's not fair. But I was the first person to cut back on meat and introduce more vegetables to my meals. Too easy. What a fucking child. I strike. Chris, I want to run something by you. I feel like it could just be you, but I know how the other guys get. They aren't emotionally balanced and comfortable in their own skin like you. I say to the guy who I've seen beg his teammates to stop taking his wife on romantic dates. I mean, I don't think it's allowed to patch people in to a penitentiary call. But do you know? Chris laughs. <laughs> That's a good point, Gus. I feel comfortable enough to tell you that you made a good point. I'm vulnerable. It's part of being a father. That's great, Chris. Speaking of... Before the shutdown, your son was killing it. He could be a great trade piece for a team trying to contend. He's a fucking asshole. What? I said, cool. Can you patch the guys in? He thinks. I think about my son, Corey. Fucking big asshole. Daddy rots away in Gitmo while he's out probably turning down pussy on moral purposes. Playing well enough to be a trade piece. Sure, I've been traded but I was never called a trade piece. I've been called a poison pill, a sack of shit you have to eat if you want the other guy. I've been called a fuck toy twice, but that was only because I gained a reputation of sleeping around with my teammates. But trade piece? Like a good thing? Fuck you, Corey. Gus. Chris is back on the phone. You're putting me in a tough situation with the United States government. I know. If I'm as emotionally stable and smart as you say I am... And you are. Then I'm the only guy who can help. Hang tight. I'm in, baby. Deep breaths. Don't get heated. Don't get desperate. Be cool. You are a cool, tall, Ben Shapiro type. You are logical and funny, and you always make good points. 
Gus, Chris calls out. I answer, okay. Chris says, I've got LeBron and Kyrie. Mello doesn't want to talk to you because you hurt his feelings by ending up in Gitmo. That's Mello's journey to tell, Chris. The soft, luxury tone is Kyrie's. If we are to be kings, we must allow each other to rule our own kingdoms. Also, Kyrie adds, he is producing a documentary about it on Quibi. Don't spoil his documentary. He's doing a documentary about me? Yeah, but it's on Quibi, so it's like four minutes long. He got Kugler to direct. Kugler? You really hurt his feelings, Gus. LeBron chimes in with the terrible grace of his three-point shooting. You and Mello could be on the shop. You and him could have a couple glasses of expensive wine and talk it out. I would be there. So would Maverick Carter. Maybe Vince Staples. One time we had Jon Stewart on. He probably wouldn't come on with you, though. I'm not going on your TV show. At some point, you and Mello would have to talk about me. The transition has to be organic, but it also has to happen. Did you hear what I said? I'm not going on the shop. I'm not pretending to get my hair cut. Maverick can pivot to me if you don't know how. Draymond is good at pivoting to me as well. You know, I'll actually make sure Draymond is on that day. This call is bad so far. I want to talk about moving the league to Gitmo, and now I'm checking my calendar for availability so I can go on the shop. I know my availability. It's none. I'm a prisoner in a military prison. Chris Paul senses my frustration. I can tell he takes my frustration personally. He was supposed to be my smart hero. He is failing me. Yes, I am free-falling, but I can bet on falling into a comfy spider's web of my manipulative tactics. Gus called for a different reason, LeBron. Gus? Not a very smooth entrance, but I'll take it. Men? I hear the season is starting up again. I hear they're doing a bubble because of racism. No, the bubble is because of the virus, LeBron says. Oh, that's weird, I say. Because what I always thought was that racism is a virus. I can hear Kyrie Irving audibly gasp. I'm coming in very strong. I know that I'm going to see that phrase on Kyrie's new shoes at some point, and that's fine. I'll give it to him. I just need him on my side. But I heard the bubble is going to be at Disney. That's the plan, Chris Paul says. Yeah, done deal. Kind of a no-brainer. Gym amenities, hotels, built-in deal with ESPN. Sure, I say. Who can blame you? It's easy to miss the eventual backlash when there are so many good things about the Disney idea. A little air gets let out of the conference call. What backlash? LeBron asks. Well, I say, it's going to be really weird when... I don't know. 
You're fighting for racial justice while waiting in line for Splash Mountain, which was inspired by Song of the South? Okay, that's not fair. Damn it, Gus. Chris jumps in. Disney doesn't even fuck with Song of the South anymore. They're revamping the ride. It's going to be Princess and the Frog. Hmm, I say. Just learning about that particular detail. Have they done it yet? Have they made the change? No, it takes a lot of time. Interesting. So they can do this whole big bubble and get all these security protocols in place, but they can't change the songs playing in the background of Splash Mountain? And they had, what, 40 years to make this change? 50? Gus, you know that ride engineering is more nuanced than that, Chris snaps at me. If you are referring to the Roller Coaster Tycoon account we share, I coldly respond. It should be clear that ride engineering comes very naturally to me. It's the ticket prices I don't understand. And that's true. I have no idea what a person should pay to get into an amusement park. I have never seen a price to an amusement park that makes sense. It's not a high or a low thing. I don't know. I see the price to get into an amusement park and I just stroke out. Well, we'll just tell people to not go on Splash Mountain, LeBron says. Even Kyrie agrees with that. I get it. Splash Mountain sucks. Bad ride, get wet. Then what? I walk around with damp titties and wet socks all day? Pass. What about Peter Pan? What about it, LeBron says. Mm, This is more of a question for Kyrie. Kyrie. You feel comfy with Peter Pan? I don't take in contemporary forms of media. Well... I'll take it in for you. Lot of Native American stuff. Not good. Not good stuff. Not going to look good for someone who has recently become reunited with the Sioux Nation. And also trying to sell Native American-themed Nike shoes. I won't even go into the stuff Disney felt about Jews. Yeah, but you're not going to be there, Gus. Chris Paul whines. I'm not. But T.J. Leaf is. Who? LeBron asks. T.J. Leaf. He plays for the Pacers. Born in Israel. Grew up in San Diego. I was legally obligated to go to his bar mitzvah. Along with being sponsored by Imagine Dragons, I also signed a deal with Modern Mitzvah, a local San Diego bar mitzvah party planning company. At the time, they were struggling, but they also had one of their vans parked next to my car. And in the van was a whole serving tray of Euro meat. I said I would sign a lifetime deal if they gave me all the Euro meat. After I signed that deal, they pretty much took all the business in San Diego, and I was running from party to party every year for a solid 20. I only got out of the contract because the guy who owned Modern Mitzvah ended up joining the last wave of Heaven's Gate people. Thought that was strange. You saw them all kill themselves in 1997 but you still wanted to get down with their crew? Stupid. There's a big, juicy pause. 
I can tell I've muddied the waters of this important movement, which selfishly is great. The truth is, I love Disney. They've made no bones about their desire to own everything and have no competitors. When you have nothing to be measured against, you can suck. For a guy like me, that is heaven. But what I love more than Disney is me. Sure, my relationship with myself is abusive, physically violent, but when I look at myself every morning in the scratched-out metal mirror, I remind myself of something true. No one is going to love you like I love you. Chris Paul comes back on. Okay, let's say we don't do Disney World. Where do we go? The season has to play out. People gotta get paid. Boys, I say, knowing the blowback will be instant. I've been locked up in a basketball heaven, and do I have some tea? Kyrie chimes in. Gitmo, a prison. Fuck you, Gus. LeBron weighs in next. I, I don't know why we're taking your stupid fucking calls. Chris Paul does his best to defend me, and honestly, it's not a very good defense. Gus has brain damage, and even before the brain damage, he was stupid. Stop saying F-words at him. This isn't brain damage idea, this is a real one. Shut up, you fuckers. The complaining stops. First, you will be safe from the virus. No masks, no checkups, nothing. You get here, you can live an insane, rock star lifestyle without any fear. We'll be in a prison, Gus. No, now, hold on. You'll be in a military base that has a prison. Most likely, yes. Some people will be living in the prison, but it's a great prison. Motherfucker, we are in the middle of a social justice movement, and you want to put all of us in prison? Now, hold on. What I was trying to say is that, well, all the white guys would be in the prison. Go on, Kyrie says. Yeah, you think I was going to put black guys in the prison? I mean, come on. No, I want to put all the white guys, coaches, trainers, players. In a perfect world, yeah, I'd have Gordon Hayward and his wife in jail. And I'm not even talking about this NBA restart. Am I right, guys? Everyone is laughing and giving off good vibes about the prospect of Gordon Hayward and his wife being thrown in prison. A and check me on this if this is a bad idea. I think all the black guys should be the guards. I love that, Kyrie says. Or at least have the opportunity to be guards, if they want. Right. Mm. Man. I gotta say this, guys, Kyrie says. I think if we don't do Gitmo, I'm out. Uh, hold on, Chris Paul says. What about the current inmates? What about them? I mean... We're going to be putting NBA people in there with them. I don't know. That's a fair point, LeBron says. I think about this for a second. 
Well, remember when you two were negotiating the CBA and you changed it so older players like yourselves had to get more money and leeway to change teams, but in the end, it kind of hurt a lot of the younger journeyman players? Yeah, Chris Paul says. Well, this is kind of like that again. I mean, you three aren't going to be in that prison with those guys. To me, this isn't a Chris Paul issue. This isn't a LeBron issue. This is a Miles Plumley issue. This is a Myers Leonard issue. If you catch my drift, baby. Come on. We're sticking it to the white guys. <laughs> totally, man, LeBron says. I'm in. They say in chess that when the king is taken, the game is over. Not in Gus's game. When you take the king, the game has just begun. <laughs>